ik ben een boer in Amerika. En ik kom uit Nederland. You're listening to the NYFG podcast with Evan Claude. Thank you, Key Apparel, for sponsoring this episode. Introducing Key for Business, your company's one-stop shop for uniform solutions, custom-branded apparel, marketing gear, and our exclusive employee purchasing program. From the field to the office, Key for Business has the apparel your company needs to get the job done. And with our in-house embellishment team, buying apparel for your employees has never been easier. Find out more at keyapparel.com. All right, guys, welcome back. Sorry we missed you last week on our podcast, but we are in episode seven. We have a very special guest. Um, you guys may have heard of him from TikTok or on Instagram. He's just started up, I think. But we know him from TikTok, and it is Huey Bullen. I hope they said that right. And Claudia is actually the first one that found him on TikTok because she is the fiend for TikTok. And Huey, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us about your life story because everyone is wondering what are you doing in the United States? All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Th- thank you very much for having me on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'll just uh, start from the beginning, I guess. So I grew up in the Netherlands, um, 1996. So I'm 23, going to be 24 in August. Um, grew up on a dairy farm. We milked about 100. 120 cows ish and um you know did everything on the farm ourselves and stuff raised all the calves and stuff um which um i grew up doing all that and i grew up milking cows feeding calves and stuff and uh when i was 12 uh, our family and i well when i was um in 2008 we toured the united states iowa specifically uh with my uh with my family And uh, we toured some Dutch dairy farms in Iowa and, um, you know, just checking it out. And we're like, so how's life here? Pretty much, you know, like asking them what life was like immigrating to the United States. And they all seemed like they're doing okay, and they liked it. And uh, at the end of the trip, after we saw these farms and we saw Iowa, my parents, uh, they asked the oldest three, oldest three kids, because I have four siblings. Um. I'm the middle one, by the way, but uh, they asked the oldest three kids, um, you know, would you want to move here if you had the chance? You know, would you want to move to Iowa to, you know, just would you want to move here? And we all said yes. And they're like, okay, so sounds good. So we moved. And um, so that was in October of 2008. And June of 2009, uh, we took over a dairy farm in Brooklyn, Iowa. And that was also from a a Dutch dairy farmer. So we... um, we, we toured that farm as well when we first came in October, uh, but then we uh, bought that farm in June of 2009. And then I officially, uh, quote-unquote, landed in the United States uh, July 3rd, 2009. And then, um, hmm. yeah, since that's when the story started, pretty much, so in the United States. So And then we, um, we got there when there was about 250, 250 cows, milking and um, milking twice a day we uh, started milking three times a day pretty shortly after we got there 
and we started building pretty much right away. Added um, added on, you know, barns and cows every year until about right now we're at 1,500 cow- milking cows and uh, about 3,200 animals total. So wow. that's, you know, it's it's pretty crazy to see from uh, when we started, you know, which when I was just born, 150 cows to 1,500 cows. So uh, it's pretty cool. That's yeah. awesome. And you went yeah. to, uh, where'd you go to college? Uh, I went to two colleges. I went to community college and I went to university. So I went to Southwestern Community College in Creston, Iowa uh, to run, pretty much to run track and cross country because um, I ran cross country uh, and I did football in my senior year and I was good enough in cross country to get a scholarship and good enough in track. And um, so that paid for some of my tuition in community college because I was like, well, I'll just go to community college because it'll be close to free since I'm running. True. And then, um, yep, graduated from community college in 2016. Uh, grad- did two years of community college in one year, basically, because I had some um, uh, high, uh, college credits in high school. I did some of my senior and junior year in high school. And then, um, which that was really nice that we were able to do that. Uh, we could, you know, get a head start on college. Yeah. Yep. And then, um, so graduated May of 2016, did one year of college sports, I guess, and then got out because I was like, it's, it's more of a job than what it is in high school. So, but I had fun. So, um, but then I went to Iowa State to study agricultural business. I didn't really exactly know what I wanted to do yet. Um, at first I wanted to be like a, like a stock trader or commodity broker. Oh, wow. Um, and I, at first I wanted to do that, but then I kind of got to see a little bit of that in the ag business program and, um, decided I didn't really want to do that. And then I ran to, um, entrepreneurship, the entrepreneurship program pretty much at Iowa state, um, started, well, had a few ideas that like were almost businesses. One of them was, um, well, one of them is officially a business. And uh, we had some revenue and stuff, uh, which was a cricket farming business. I'm, that's uh, I have some TikTok videos on that as well. Um, but um, I actually asked us about that. I was like, "What is? What are they talking about?" <laughs> yeah, cr- cricket farming. Cricket farm. So I'm clearly you're not a dedicated fan. <laughs> I guess I'm not. <laughs> well, it's uh, that's all right. But um, we um, we uh, farm crickets for. Um, so I, I mean, I just like farming things and I figured, you know, I found out during also a podcast from listening to a podcast uh, about cricket farming and uh, took some entrepreneurship classes and uh, took that idea in that with that class and stuff and then developed that into a business, went through two accelerators, uh, got some funding from one of the accelerators and stuff. Um, so a little bit of traction and um, but then. I moved back home to work on the dairy farm just this past year. Um, so I graduated in 2019, May of 2019. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so since uh, after after graduation in May, there's a, a 10-week summer accelerator program at Iowa State for the business, the cricket business uh, that we did. And basically, this program paid us to work on our business. So that was uh, really cool. 
we were able to do that for 10 weeks. Can you explain and, Can you explain what cricket, cricket farming is for people that have no idea like me? <laughs> okay, cricket farming. So it's, um, I mean, it's pretty, from like a farming standpoint, it's pretty basic. You know, they need good food, water, and shelter. Um, but they normally, uh, well, crickets are very high in protein, which is why people farm them. They're like 65% in protein, um, twice as much, two or three times as much calcium as milk, as much calcium as milk. Wow. And then um, more iron than spinach. Like it, it's very good nutritionally. And um, it's, uh, they grow from just egg to harvest is eight weeks. So it's a very short cycle as well. Um, and each female lays 200 eggs roughly in, in their egg laying cycle. So if you, um, you know, if you capitalize, do the hatching process, well, you know, you can grow your herd, your herd is what it's called. Literally cricket herd. Um, And what are these crickets for? Like who eats them? Um, yeah, people eat them. Uh, you can turn them into cricket powder. And that can go into baking products or, um, like, you know, smoothies or whatever, just yeah. as a protein shake, protein powder, rather. Yep. So. Never heard of that. It's an up-and-coming market. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen people buy crickets for, like, um, when we had, like, those little pet lizards when we were in, like, third grade. Yep. Yep. Is that, do they also get sold for that? Yeah. Yeah, like crickets do. They're the same crickets. Yep. Awesome. So, yep. So they're probably raised in the same environments, uh, but just the way that they're processed after the crickets are harvested, that's what what the difference, uh, what constitutes the difference between food and uh, like live insect crickets. So, yeah. I don't know. I know a lot of. I, I know. <laughs> quite a few things about the cricket industry by now so yeah (laughs) yeah all right so that is a good background story on you for people that haven't been following you um one of my questions i have but i know you moved here in 2008 so you're kind of young but do you remember like any like differences between american farms and the farms in the netherlands (laughs) Um, yeah, so uh, farms, from what I remember, uh, farms in the Netherlands, like, um, uh, they're a lot smaller scale. Like, like mm-hmm. us, we're, we have about 1,500 cows, like, and uh, we had 150 over there, which was a lot. You know, we were, um, I drove, I've ridden with uh, the milk truck driver before, just to see, just to check out the route, you know, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we were the biggest farmer on the route. For, uh, by quite a bit wow um, so yeah so, so there's a lot of small farms and you know a lot of um uh, a lot of like brick brick barns and stuff and like more uh, sturdy barns and well-built barns rather than just not that uh, barns made out of wood and tin aren't good but it's it's a different type of barn like it's yeah it's, um, and a lot of farms over there um, it's in pits, like they have the dairy farms. We had them in pit, um, the cows on slats and pits mm-hmm. underneath it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we here we have a floor and we put it in the and we push it in the flume pipe. Um, but yeah, so. interesting. 
And my other question was, do you plan on staying here? Plan on staying in the United States? Yes. Really? You never want to go back? I mean, I don't say never want to go back (laughs) because you never know. Um, True. It's always nice to have an option, I guess. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. But as of now, I'm going to stay in the United States. Maria, you want to ask your questions? Of course I want to ask my questions. All of mine are pretty much TikTok related because <laughs> I am myself a cloud chaser. So um, you have about one point. I just looked. You have about 1.2 million followers. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. Um, okay, so one of my questions is, what are some things you've learned or experienced from putting yourself in your farm out there on social media? Like, what is something that has changed for you? Good question, God. Yeah, that's yeah, a good question. Really deep. <laughs> I guess um, I hadn't really... Well, I have, I've thought about people's perspectives on farming, but I hadn't really... I didn't know what the consensus was out there um, towards, like, farming and dairy farming and stuff. And uh, it seems like a lot of negative stuff floats to the top easily. <laughs> yep. <laughs> which, that's which that's fine with me. But um, I uh, never, never thought that that much, much stuff, stuff would come on from uh, posting, you know, just videos of cows and calves and stuff, which I don't know. It's crazy, but it's whatever. So I deal with it. You have to deal yeah. with it. <laughs> and TikTok was your first, like, um, debut into advocating right like did yeah. you have instagram before like for that reason not really as much um i didn't really post on instagram as much like about the dairy farm um yeah it was more personal stuff yeah but now it's more mostly dairy farming yeah <laughs> yep okay so my next question is <clears throat> What are you, what is like a really good for someone is, that is trying to grow like a TikTok page like myself, even though it's probably going to get taken down in a couple days, I just saw, but um, what is your best TikTok tip how to grow your page? I mean, post about what you like because like um, just little things that I do during a day like that get me excited. Um, if I'm, if I'm on TikTok or whatever, like, or like right now I'm quote unquote on TikTok, you know, like I'm posting on TikTok and I'm active on TikTok. So I'm like, okay, like I'm, I see something cool. I'm like, all right, I can take a TikTok of that. Or all right, I can take a video of that. Like it's just, I get in the mindset of it kind of. And it's like, it's kind of hard to explain. It's a, it's a mindset where it's like, I saw this video, I saw this video one time and it's like, uh, when you're just in TikTok mode or whatever, and yep. like that ex- that explains it. Like <laughs> you're just in TikTok mode. Yeah, like sometimes every, you have every... different, different days. I think where you get more excited about it than others. Yeah, for sure. Like some days, just like everything is TikTokable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When did so, you start your account? Um, I think my first post was um, September 14th. But my first viral video, quote unquote, it was like, well, it has like 600,000 views now, but it was like 25,000 views. I was crazy excited about it. <laughs> um, it was, um, that was November 2nd. I was working a night shift that night and um, I 
you know, have to just check for calves and see what's going on in the back. And it was November, so not warm in Iowa. And, um, yeah, found a calf. And then I don't know if you've seen this video, but it's like, I don't know. You have to watch the video, but I can send it to you as well. But um, <laughs> okay, it's like uh, it's just a cow or a calf that was just born and there's a cow right next to it eating an afterbirth. And it's like, what are you doing? You're not supposed to eat that. Because <laughs> people have no idea that what they're doing, exactly. you know, so it's kind of confusing. But yeah, yep. I feel like those confusing and different TikToks is what makes it go viral. Yeah, which is kind of the balance. Like, you have to find a balance between confusing and explaining because uh, it's more fun to confuse people, but it's also good to explain things to people. That's very true. Yep. Yeah. It's fun to, it's fun to confuse people, but it's also like, okay, yeah, I should, I should let people know what's really going on here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I feel like you and Claudia have very different TikTok styles. Would you agree, Claude? <laughs> yeah, I probably would say. Like, yours is educational and Claudia's is, like, com- comedy. Well, I don't know. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> I try to be kind of educational sometimes. You're uh, educational sometimes, too. Yeah. That's that's, uh, yeah. I see some, some educational videos. But, I try I mean, to... That's a, the thing, too, is, like, I can't watch so many videos like I hardly watch videos because I don't know just don't really have time you know so Evelyn and I do not have that problem we <laughs> were like averaging three hours on TikTok today yeah I should probably watch more videos instead of make but it's fine I think that's why I, I just like try to follow the trends obviously and I don't know I I don't really know how to what I'm doing but okay um I didn't I didn't either when I first started so I still yeah. don't really know. No. I'm like, it's confusing. <laughs> yeah. It's confusing. Like, well, really? 1.2 million followers? Like, that's a lot of people. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, it's and, a weird number. Yeah. That's really crazy. I, and I just had thought about it. I hadn't put it in the, my little question section, but I remember seeing so many people on my For You page with like the same profile picture that you have. <sighs> And what was that about? Oh yeah, that thing. <laughs> it was the, it was the the cow clan. I knew about cow that. Clan. Yeah. Clan, I'm sure and I tried, know. I tried to tell Evelyn about it, and she's like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, oh, "Have you not seen this?" Well, there was um, well, you know how there was like the step chicken, step chicken gang or whatever, or the uh, cult, and uh, I was like, you know that, I, I should do something like that. Why not? Because that at that point I was like nine hundred fifty thousand maybe, and Pretty that actually walk in the park. <laughs> that did push me over to one million. I don't know if that was it, like this concept of a cow clan, but um, in that time frame I did go over one million. So it, I guess I don't know if it helped or I don't know. But people have been asking like, what's going on with the cow clan? I'm like, I don't know. What? So what is the cow clan? I'm not a good clan leader. <laughs> well, I don't know. The the couple times that I've had actually that if people had people do something is um, there's this one kid he pro- proclaimed himself as the fastest tire changer on TikTok, and it was like a like a 12 year old kid, 
And I'm like, that's really cool. He works pretty hard. So I told the cow clan to go and moo him, which is like, you know, <laughs> people went to his uh, profile and uh, commented moo on like his last five videos. And people oh. were like, people were commenting like, I'll do 10 videos. I'll do all the videos. I'm like, okay, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no, it's cool. But so people are like uh, commenting moo in all his videos. And this kid was posting videos like, what what's going on why are people commenting moo what are you saying <laughs> he's like he was all confused it was cool but he was getting some followers from it and i'm sure he was happy about it so that was cool so basically it's a cult yeah pretty much <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay so my next question is what was your goal once you started tiktok like did you have an agenda or did you just kind of post whatever you wanted so i um when i first started tiktok uh, well, after really after my first viral video, um, I was like, because I watch Gary V quite a bit, and mm-hmm. um, he's always like, you know, post, 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 and just grind, don't stop. I'm like, okay, uh-huh. whatever. So um, I was like, I'll try it out for at least a year, see what's going, see what happens with TikTok, and because um, you know I'm not worried about working on a dairy farm for a year just to see what ha- what happens, you know, because um, I don't know for sure if I want to do dairy farming for the rest of my life. Um, like even I eventually want to have something of my own, like a farm where, you know, my kids grow up on and so that they can learn farm work and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, like, don't know if I want to do it at the scale, like 1500 cows, like maybe something smaller. I don't know. How many, how many cows do you guys milk again? I milk around 600. Okay. Yeah, so I was thinking, like, I don't know if this is all hypothetical, of course, too. Um, but I was thinking, like, maybe, like, you know, 150 or 120 with some robots, but wouldn't have to milk. Anyway, so, yeah, the goal, I didn't really have a goal with TikTok. But um, once, you know, once I got uh, the taste of some viral videos, of course, you're like, yeah, <laughs> I, want, I want to go viral again. <laughs> right, I know what like, you mean. Like, it's weird. It's, I don't know. It's, like it's weirdly addicting when you, like, keep on checking your thing. And, like, I would wake up in the middle of the night to check my views. And I'm like, this is an issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've definitely done that before. But lately, I'm also like, nah, it'll be there whenever I have time or whenever I feel like it. You know, I'm like, eh, yeah, it's okay. I've kind like, of shifted a little bit. But I used to be, like, very aggressive about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and especially since the TikTok, the potential TikTok ban, you know, it's um, been thinking, contemplating about other things and make wondering what life is like without TikTok, as hard <laughs> as that is. Why don't you have YouTube? Um, just the, lo- like, the long-form videos, I guess. If I were to have YouTube, because I want to get a camera. I need to get a camera to do the YouTube. Um, but... Um, I was thinking I would need to do more long form videos because, and I don't really have time for that right now. So yeah. I do want to do more YouTube, but yeah, it's hard to do uh, long form videos and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, without that, a good setup, that, anyways. Well, actually, that's exactly what Evelyn and I had thought is that we wouldn't have time for it. Like editing would be a drag, and everything. Um. And we were like, oh, we got to get the camera and the equipment, like exactly what you were thinking. 
But we literally use our iPhone to film. That's like what we do all of our filming on. Uh, we have a stabilizer, but you don't really even need that. Um, we started editing them, and then when it, it like started to take off a little bit, we were like, "This is really not that hard for like what we had thought it would be." So I think it's it's kind of intimidating because there are so many huge YouTubers. All right, Claude, you want to move on to the fan questions? Love to. All right, so they're kind of quick, like a kind of like a rapid. There's fun ones on here. There's fun ones. I really like the uh, fourth one that we've got. Yeah, you're going to love that. <laughs> All right. Okay. My first question is, what is the most popular... Well, it's not my first question. It's the fans' first question. Is, yep, what's yep. the most popular dairy breed in the Netherlands? <laughs> Thank you, quiz? <laughs> well, like, from what you've seen. You don't have to be, like, exact if you're well, wrong. Well, um... Holsteins, we had Holsteins, and then we also had red, had red Holsteins. Oh yeah, the Air, Air, Airshire. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what we had. That's what we had in the Netherlands, and that's most, mostly, um, mostly that for dairy. But like, there's um, for like meat and beef. There's a wide, like a wider range of cows than in here. Like, here it's mostly Angus and stuff, but over there, there's um, a bunch of different cows, like Belgian Blues, Limousines, um, yeah, those types of cows. So, and on your farm, you have just Holsteins, right? We have some Angus as well, Angus Cross. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we're breeding an Angus, an Angus Cross with um, Angus as well, so get 75 percent angus from that i guess so that'll be oh nice i don't know that'll be cool so yeah but yeah maybe put that in the freezer angus are my favorite <laughs> my favorite breed no Evelyn, by the way i forgot to tell you that i like angus. really mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah i like them too they're just pretty they're so they're resilient cute. and they're just badass they're just a great animal like i don't know i just love them all right, so a lot of people really, really, really want you to uh, at least say one line in Dutch. Anything. It can be about farming or anything. We won't even know what you said, so. Ik ben een boer in Amerika. En ik kom uit Nederland. Oh. Oh, wow. It's, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm a farmer in America, and I come from the Netherlands. So, oh. Or I moved here from the Netherlands. Yeah. Interesting. My mom actually wanted to know why you don't have an accent at all. Yeah, people always ask me that. Um, um, I was 12 when I moved here, and I didn't really know English that well. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really know. I mean, I knew, like, hi and bye and where's the bathroom. That was about it. Um, and then um, I don't, like, really remember learning English. Like, I just, it just, like, clicked in my yeah. mind. I don't know. Because, like, I was just so immersed into it because I was just thrown into it. You know, that's how you learn a language. Like, if I were to try to learn a language, I would probably just move to that country because, like, that's the way you learn that language. You just submerge, um, submerge yourself in it, you know? Yeah. So, but, yeah, and I think I just, I mean, I can do, like, accents, like, like, different weird accents, too. So, like, I don't know if that's just my ability to do accents and then I just lose my Dutch accent you know what I mean like when I'm speaking um but I don't know sometimes I do have an accent still 
Like when you said your last name, I could tell. Like I can't have that accent. No, well, I mean, I, I have to say it that way because if I say it bad, then it just goes way downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I've set a good example. All right, Claude, you want to ask your question? Oh, we're skipping the, the second one? Yeah, I already asked that question. Got it. Okay. Okay, I don't know where this came from, and I did not pick these questions, but I'm actually very intrigued, too, because it says a lot about a person. <laughs> okay, what do you think of mayonnaise? <laughs> I actually love mayonnaise. Yeah, I knew it. Not, I just, I knew it. not a huge fan of American mayonnaise. Oh. Yeah, so um, different. Um, different. Let's go. Let's go back to the Netherlands. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, they have they have good uh, good mayonnaise there. Like in like a big a staple food, I guess, is French fries with mayonnaise in the Netherlands, and um, it's a different mayonnaise than it is here. But you know, I guess it'll do. So. How is it different? It just tastes different. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what, it, it's, it's way better. Sweeter. <sighs> <laughs> it's probably sweeter because everything over there has a lot of sugar in it. Hmm. So I don't know. Which it's delicious, you know, pastries and all the good stuff. Yeah. That's one thing I miss is the food. So mm-hmm. yeah. Well, good, Claude. He likes mayonnaise. <laughs> because people really judge me for my love for mayonnaise, and Evelyn, you're one of them. So don't even come at me. Yeah, yeah I don't even talk about it. <laughs> I like mayonnaise. <laughs> All right, I have a question from one of your former peers in school. Really? Yeah, <laughs> her name is, I'm going to shout her out on this, Shelby Ang. I don't know how to say it. Oh, <laughs> <You're>... yep. <laughs> so she said she went to college with you and she wants you to talk about one hop shop. I think that's the cricket thing. Yep, that's the cricket thing. Okay, so we <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> Yeah, that was the name of the. That, that is the name of the cricket business. So, yeah. so you're pretty famous at I State for that. Yeah, I I did a lot of pitches around the college. Um, pretty much participated in every pitch competition. Never won one, of course. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Just keep going, anyways. But um, yeah, I pitched a lot around campus. And actually, uh, Shelby, uh, hi Shelby. She was in um, one of my classes that um, I presented about the cricket business as well. So, yeah. I I flipped a coin between I-State and UNL, where I'm going, and I-State didn't win. Wow. I know. You should have picked Iowa State anyways. Oh, right. That is (laughs) the purpose. That's really cool, though, that you did that whole entrepreneurship route, though. Yep. I um, I added a minor, so I, which added a semester for me, but I also uh, took off three months out of the semester, out of my junior year to travel. So I went to um, Hawaii for 10 weeks. I lived on the farm there for, um, yeah, I lived on the farm there for 10 weeks. And um, then went to Australia China, the Netherlands, and then back, back to the United States after that. So awesome! Yeah. That's cool. You were on a farm in Hawaii. That's awesome. Yeah, it was paradise. <laughs> I think we're gonna go back soon. Hope maybe after. I don't know if we're 
going to go in August or wait until it's cold here. But um, we're going to go back soon to that farm and uh, visit it again. So, yeah. What island was that on? That was on the big island. Okay. Yep. Yep. It's right by, um, it's like two doors down from Roseanne Barr's Macnut Farm. Hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. Claude, do you want to ask the next question? Yeah. Um, so I see a lot of comments on your videos. Like people are just genuinely like curious. I feel like maybe a little bit more than they're animal rights activists. Like they're just like, they just don't know what's happening. Right. So, but you do get animal rights activists co comments too. And I don't know how harsh they are. I haven't seen too many bad ones on your page for how wide scale you are. But how do you deal with those really, like, rude, degrading, hurtful uh, comments about our industry? So at first, at first, um, I was like, whatever. I don't, I don't care what they say. I'm just going to leave the comments there or whatever. And then um, after, like, let's see. Well, PETA posted about me. I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh, no. Yeah, they well, they took one of my videos and they edited out my, my watermark and they posted it on their, all their social media, on all their, their Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, which I thought was copyright violation, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they were like, this, uh, this guy's assaulting a cow. This guy's mm -hmm. assaulting a cow and yeah, it was not good. Got a lot of hate Instagram from that, which, whatever. But after that, I was like, um, if people say any rude comments or whatever, or, um, you know, like, just attacking me and not what I'm doing. Because, like, what I'm doing is, it's it's my job right now. You know, it's, it's not who I am. It's my job right now. And, um, I mean, it's... You know, it's a big part of my life, of course, but it's not um, me as a person, right? It's, so if people attack me as a person, I'm blocking them immediately. But if they attack what I'm doing, then I might look into educating them or, you know, commenting back, being thanks for commenting or whatever. But if it's rude to me, then I'm like, to me personally, then I just block it because I don't need to waste uh waste my energy on that so yeah i try yeah. that anyways which it is hard but you you gotta gotta deal with it i suppose so yeah it's hard to have self-control when people are saying rude things and you just want to fire back yeah yeah it is but it's like i know um i always keep the statistic in the back of my mind that there's only like two percent of people probably less now after this pandemic that are involved in farming um directly mm -hmm. which is like you know there's so many people out there that you know don't have any idea what's going on and it's like if you think about it a lot of farmers you know that would be well they're not on social media as much because they're busy farming <laughs> you know a lot of people are so and it's a lot of people that don't farm and don't have as much to do, maybe a little more time in the day and they have time to comment and make hell for people. Yep. <laughs> and my last question for you is if you weren't a farmer, what would you be doing? 
So I actually, uh, while I was uh, doing something on the farm today, I was I was thinking about this question. I knew this question was going to come along. Oh, there you go. Um, and uh, I was thinking right now I'd want to be uh, buying and fixing up houses because I want to learn how to do, like, how to build houses and stuff, how to build things um, so that one day I can build my own house. But I want to learn learn how to build some houses and stuff, flip some houses, maybe make some money. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's what I would be doing if I wasn't doing this. So, that yeah. is the least expected answer I would have ever thought of. <laughs> you really thought that one out. All right. Well, that is all the questions we have today. Um, Claudia, do you want to close us out and plug all of his social media handles? Um, but definitely, you guys, make sure you follow him. He's going to say all of his um handles right in a minute and his merch is pretty fire right do you have merch that you're selling soon yes he does i just looked okay yeah there, <laughs> there's some merch on the website and then there's going to be more merch coming soon with the different logo so okay this yeah. is the the vintage, the vintage oh i want logo. a vintage one <laughs> um yep so yeah. he's got a lot of merch you can definitely check out and make sure you follow along with him Thank you very much for coming on and chatting with us. We really enjoyed having you on today. Yeah, so what is, your, what is your Instagram handle and TikTok so people can follow you? So my TikTok is HueyBeCool, H-U-E-Y-B-C-O-O-L. And then uh, Instagram is at HueyBoolen, which is uh, H-U-E-Y-B-O-E-L-E-N. Twitter is the same thing, actually, the Huey Bullen. But I'm not on Twitter too much. But, yeah. Uh, if people want to scroll yeah. through and judge my tweets from a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so much for coming on, and we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Thank you very much.